0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet Movie Podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch The Muppet Christmas Carol two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand.
1: And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe.
0: And who's this in the house? Who's this lurking about? I'm Joe Hennis
2: and know me better, man.
0: (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha ha. Ha ha, yeah. That rule. I did it. Joe Hennis is here talking about the ghost of Christmas Present.
2: And
1: I do get it, listeners. You should see Joe's uh, room. He is surrounded by like fruits and vegetables and meat and all kinds of like he just a giant banquet
2: table. Well, and we were it's supposed amazing. to. He
1: set all this up for this recording. We were, we
2: were supposed to record last week, so it's been sitting here for the for the past seven days, and it smells horrible. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, and, that, uh, and on that topic, Joe is joining us for minutes 51 and 52 of The Muppet Christmas Carol. In these minutes, the ghost of Christmas present takes Scrooge to see what the deal is with this Christmas morning everyone's been talking about. So, we pick up where we left off last time, with the ghost saying, No, I'm a large absent-minded spirit. And Scrooge laughs. And... Scrooge chuckles, that's the Scrooge thing. Scrooge is it's, laughing at a we're, joke. We're going to see over this scene that Scrooge is going to lighten up a lot, and it kind of starts right is here. Is this the
2: first time in the movie that he's, like, even cracked a smile? Oh, I guess I guess when he saw Fozzie Wake. Um, No, he yeah. was
0: happy when he saw Fozzie wig. but even, like, when he saw his yeah. boyhood friends, he's, like, excited to see that. Oh, right. Him. He was excited
2: he to see that. Yeah, yeah, all
0: right. Outside the school, that's fair. you know? Yeah. So, um, he. I mean, he's kind of softened a little bit, but it happens a lot more in this scene, I think. Which is kind of strange now that I'm thinking about it. Because this should be the stuff he sees every year. I guess he just doesn't. He didn't notice. He didn't pay any attention.
2: Well, I mean, we're going to talk about that, that, right? Like that's a that's a whole line in noticed. here. Yeah. In, in a few minutes or a few seconds, right. rather.
0: You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, just that he um, doesn't so really th- pay so
1: attention to the the trappings of Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, Scrooge, like you said, Scrooge chuckles, and then the ghost continues. My mind is filled with the here and now. And the now is Christmas. He just loves it. He loves that thing. He's such a Christmas boy, this guy. <laughs> he does. I also, like, you mentioned,
2: you know, I don't know if you talked about this last week, but, you know, he when he says, I'm a large, absent-minded spirit. And, like, he's so big and he's, like, crammed into that little room. And I just love that. I mean, obviously, he, we, we'll see throughout this entire sequence, like, he's this big walk-around character, like a gorg. Um, but – uh Like, to see that they kind of doubled down on it, and they're like, we're not only going to make him, like, a costume character that's humongous, but we're also going to make him look like he's three times as big and can barely fit in this this room.
0: Right, right. Well, and that's, I mean, we'll talk about, I was going to talk about this later, but that is out of the book. Like, in the book, they specifically say that he can change size.
2: That's
1: neat. Yeah, I've definitely seen in other uh adaptations that he starts out huge like this
2: he so he's ant-man but he usually he's like he's giant man and then he's he's regular hank pym and then later we'll see he goes down to ant-man size that's where they got the idea that must have been it stan lee is just (laughs) stealing from dickens left and right
0: some 18th century public domain characters exist in the marvel universe dracula frankenstein
2: oh yeah so
0: So why not the ghost of Christmas present? Why, why not the ghost of That's Christmas present?
2: I mean, we know, isn't Santa Claus like a member of the Avengers?
0: I mean, Hercules is. Well, yeah, and Hercules Santa has also like Santa. appeared in the Marvel he has Universe. A beard.
2: So, yeah, right. Yeah, anything is, yeah, anything can happen. Anything can happen.
0: Yeah. Robin Hood was on the Avengers for a while. Sherlock Holmes was on there.
2: <laughs> wow. It's so oh, unoriginal. Martin
0: Chuzzlewit was on the Avengers <laughs> for a while.
1: Yeah, that was weird when Martin Chuzzlewit joined the Avengers. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, dude. Do you guys do you guys know who is a founding member of the Avengers? Thor, <laughs> a Norse god from mythology.
1: Yeah, yeah, public so, domain. Like,
2: I, although I do like the idea that at some point someone could write an an entire Avengers story that takes place in continuity with the Marvel universe, made completely out of public domain characters.
1: Like I kind of want to see be them called the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, well, there it is.
0: Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Moore. Only not in Marvel continuity. Yeah. No, Alan Moore would hate that <laughs> if it was.
1: But Alan Moore hates so any, everything.
0: He does. It's true. Uh, we should probably talk about this movie. Anyway. There's, so, there's so many tangents I want to go on right now. Uh, but anyways, so Scrooge says that he's never met anyone else like the ghost before. And the ghost is very surprised by this. And you know why he's surprised? Because over 1,800 of his brothers have come before him. 1,800 yeah. of his brothers.
1: So, I I don't want to get too deep into theology here, but 1,800, that implies, you know, because this is 18-something, uh, approximately 1843 40, when this 43. takes place, right? So, that implies that there has been a ghost of Christmas present presumably every year since the birth of Christ. So...
0: Right. Uh, Well, do you want to hear something? Do you want to hear something wild about that topic? Yes, I do. Um, Here, let me find it. I had it. I had it written down. He says. um,
1: Well, I was just going to present the question. Do you think the first ever ghost of Christmas present that this guy's first and oldest brother appeared at the first Christmas, like in the manger? Or was he there on like, Jesus's first birthday, the the, well, the anniversary of the first Christmas.
0: Well, here's even wilder than that. So, in the annotated Christmas carol by Michael Patrick Hearn, yeah. uh, he says that the uh, Ghost of Christmas Present says that the kindness applies to a poor one most because it needs it most. And then in a footnote, he says, Dickens originally wrote, because my eldest brother took them especially under his protection. But he dropped this reference to Jesus Christ to remove even the hint of irreverence. So apparently, uh, at one point, Jesus himself was the original ghost of Christmas. Whoa! President.
1: Okay.
0: Now,
2: what's what's interesting that to this actually, to me? I mean, well, it's like works.
1: It might have been confusing to readers of the time, but that kind of makes sense.
2: Well, but what's weird is like I think a lot of people. Uh, I don't know if it's because of. It can't because of this adaptation, because, like, this is kind of – correct me if I'm wrong. This is what the Ghost of Christmas Present kind of looks like in most adaptations, like the big guy with the beard. Yeah, so, always. So, yeah. like, a lot of people make that connection to Santa Claus. You know, like, he kind of looks like Santa Claus. and He I think, does like, resemble Santa Claus. And, like, I don't know about you guys. I see a lot of people, um, uh, you know, m- like, misattribute this specific character from Muppet Christmas Carol as, like, oh, yeah, when Santa Claus shows up. And it's like, well, it's not – he for literally sure. says yeah. his name that he, he's not. But okay, go on. going, Moving on. So like if Jesus is the original Ghost of Christmas Present, but the Ghost of Christmas Present is also kind of Santa Claus, does that mean that Jesus Christ was Santa Claus? Did I just blow this
0: whole thing wide open? <laughs> we'll never know for sure. Could be. We'll never know for sure. Ask
2: yeah. ask your, your religious leaders, folks, and, and get a definitive answer. Yeah. And let us know yep. in the comments <laughs> on Twitter and Facebook. Um, we will not. We will not yep. read them. But you could let us know anyway. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Maybe Definitely. you. Are. We're, we're a Muppet fan site. We we don't. <laughs> we don't care about such things.
0: <laughs> nope. Uh, but then next in this movie, uh, Scrooge says, 1800 Imagine the grocery bills." Which, so that's a variation on a joke in the book. In the book, okay. uh, Scrooge says, "A tremendous family to provide."
1: Yeah, that needs a little but, punch up.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's Jerry Jewel's punch up, and w- what <laughs> I like about it is that he makes a point of having the ghost laugh at it. Like, yeah. it's a joke Jerry Jewell wrote, and he has the ghost be like, oh, ha, 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 ha. oh that's <laughs> so funny. The screenwriter of this movie is a genius. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although I do I do sure, appreciate I mean, that, nice. like, it helps <laughs> put Scrooge in a better mood, like, to be like, oh, yeah, let's go on this crazy journey. Because, like, if he was like, imagine the grocery bills and the ghost was like, hmm. Then, like, Scrooge would be like, okay, fine. I'll just stay in my place, I guess. And, like, he wouldn't be having a good time.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you're right.
1: He has a much uh, quicker rapport with this ghost than he
2: did with the previous ghost.
0: Yeah, he's just like, get out of here, kid. I don't want to see Belle. I don't want to see me sitting alone in a room.
2: Why do you smell like oil? That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what he said. Oh, classic Christmas Caroline. Why do you smell like oil? <laughs> I actually have an ornament that says that. Uh, And then the ghost shrinks down to human size so that he and Scrooge can interact without him being a special effect anymore.
1: Yes, he does. And in the uh, DVD commentary, Brian Henson says that this was just the same full-size puppet on a blue screen. They just pulled the camera back. And then composited it into the shot with Michael Caine, so it looks like he's shrinking, but he's actually just getting further away from the camera. Movie magic
0: that rules. Yeah, that's Love interesting
2: it. though that like they bothered to move the camera back because like nowadays you would just shoot it straight, and then in in you know the editing suite you would shrink the image down. So I guess it was it would easier just be a digital effect, right? Yeah, so I guess it was easier for them to actually move the camera as opposed to like physically shrink. Whatever.
1: Yeah, I think that kind of effect has been around for a while or had been around for a while at this point. Like I'm I don't remember which Hitchcock movie it is, where somebody is falling off of some tall structure and they they fall and the camera Sees them get smaller and smaller as they Mm. fall, but all they really did was just film somebody standing in place and move the camera up really fast.
0: Yeah, it's 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 Vertigo. I can tell you off the top of my head.
1: I don't think it is, though. I think I mean I'm sure that does happen that way in Vertigo, but I'm thinking of an earlier one, like even even earlier than Vertigo.
0: But like, but yeah, but like that. But yes, I'm sure it happens in Vertigo.
2: And you know, it's also like kind of the same but kind of the reverse of um an old muppet trick like i remember the um the original beautiful day monster sketch where as the monster is shrinking it's just the puppet getting further and further back you know away from the camera which i guess is technically the same thing um and shrinking that way
1: yeah and then it cuts to the other character and cuts back to the tiny monster right yeah that's yeah exactly like more clever camera trickery.
2: Wow. So the Ghost of Christmas Present is Whoa. Jesus Christ, Santa Claus, and also cousins with uh, Beautiful Day Monster.
0: Yeah. And and Gandalf. And Gandalf. Because <laughs> he has a beard and a robe, and they do that kind of first perspective trick in The Lord of the Rings all the time.
2: Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The, uh, the Ghost of Christmas so, Present is not a conjurer of cheap tricks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. I like when he fights Christopher Lee for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyways, the ghost says, have you ever noticed that everything seems wonderful at Christmas? And like, speaking of Scrooge softening, you expect Scrooge to be all like, no, I never noticed it. Get out of my house. Uh, But what he does is, is Michael Caine is still kind of laughing at the, at the like um, 1800 brothers thing. And he just kind of like does this switch where he all of a sudden is like, in all honesty, spirit, no. Perhaps I've never understood about Christmas, and it's just like Scrooge talking to him like a person, which is—it's really impressive. How yeah, uh, he
1: feels kind of embarrassed like, about it now that he doesn't understand
2: Christmas,
0: right? And Michael Caine makes that switch feel so natural. He's very good. I mean, at We shocked job. about how good Michael Caine is in this. Movie. Yeah,
2: he's—he's he's very he's good at good. his job. That's um, right. And I—I yeah. I just love the fact that like it comes out as just really like you're right it's friendly like familiar you know that they've already had this bond but like comes out so honest like he's so like well no i'm just gonna tell you how it is i'm not gonna like just try to get this over with you know try to like learn my lesson and move on with my life because these are some scary ghosts or whatever like he's like Honestly, no, I never noticed. But like there's this also that this turn in that line where like you could tell he's not just going, no, and what a sad sack I am. He's like, but I'm willing to learn. Like, like what what can we do? You know, are you gonna show me? Like, great, let's do it, you know?
0: Right, right. Well and and then like the the ghost still wants to be his buddy too. Like the ghost is like, before this day is done, you will understand like like the ghost is like, come out with me, I'll show you. I'll show you what Christmas is. Yeah, buddy. you can go bar you know? hopping. <laughs> the it rules.
1: It, it's well, kind of and, like when yeah, exactly. when your friend is like, oh, you've you've never watched that TV show here. We have to watch the first episode together so you
2: can watch it and, and understand how great it is. Oh man, like who who among oh, us man, hasn't I done that, that with like, wait, you've never seen like the John Cleese episode of The Muppet Show? Oh man, like here we go. We get <laughs> right. to do this thing together, you know? You've never seen Muppet yeah,
1: Christmas I've actually like that. done that with the John Cleese episode of The Muppet Show.
0: That was kind of like when I was in grad school, and there was this guy that I was like kind of friends with, and he was like, You gotta watch Battlestar Galactica. And then we watched the whole miniseries of Battlestar Galactica together, and I thought it was boring, and then we stopped being friends. Oh, no. That's true, it happened. That was the sad <laughs> version of the story. <laughs> he, was like so, he, he was like so disappointed in me that I didn't like that boring TV show where everyone's miserable. Um, <laughs> but, uh, anyways, these guys, they do get along, they have a real bond. And you know what helps? Jerry Nelson. I mean, I know we've, we've talked about him already, even yeah. in this role. We talked about it last week, but, like, this is the one character in this story who, like, I'm always kind of disappointed when it's a human, because this version is perfect. Hmm. And so much of it is just how excited Jerry Nelson is to to be out there talking yeah. about Christmas. I mean,
1: his we, we've already said that he re- is reminiscent of Santa Claus, but he is so jolly.
2: And yeah. you know this. I mean, we've talked um, like on, uh, pri- privately. You're on the forum about uh, the topics forum about how this movie is such a tour de force for Jerry Nelson because not only is he brilliant in this role, and he is brilliant in this role as he is for most things, but like mm-hmm. the fact that he's like doing this. And he does uh, one of the Marley's and he does tiny Tim and every one of these characters. And like, that doesn't even count, like all the minor characters, the one lines, the background singers and whatever. And uh, he does them all brilliantly. And they're so different from each other. Like that guy was good at his job. He's a regular Michael Caine of of puppeteers.
0: (laughs) Well, and it's like, I mean, like we've talked about is it's impossible to imagine on paper a 52, 58. I think it was 58. It's impossible to imagine on paper a 58-year-old man played Tiny Tim, Jacob Marley, and the Ghost of Christmas Present in the same production. And it doesn't feel like a gimmick. It doesn't feel showy. It doesn't feel like, look how versatile I am. It's just three different, really good, really genuine performances. How
2: old was Rich Little when he did his? Was he older or younger than 58? Because he also did that.
0: He's a lot younger. He would have Rich Little would have been, like, in 1978, he's, like, pushing. 40. I don't know, man. I mean, he's still I don't, you know, he's, uh, like, no. he's, like, in his mid-80s now. I don't now. know
2: or care how old Rich Little is.
0: I mean, here's the thing about Rich Little. He, let's see, he was born in 1938, so, yeah, he's, like, 40 that year. Yeah.
2: I was just about to ask Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anthony's faster than Alexa.
0: If you ask Alexa how old Rich Little is, she will say, Rich Little is dead. And then she'll say it, but she'll say it in a <laughs> Richard
2: Nixon
1: voice. How old is Rich Little?
0: Rich Little is 84 years old. Oh, Rich yeah. Little is 84
1: years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would wow. be a great little Easter egg <laughs> if she answered in a, <laughs> a
0: she, celebrity she goes, impression
1: goes, from many, many years ago.
0: She goes, wow, well, Rich Little is 39. she is 84.
2: I'm really glad that none of us <laughs> went for his terrible Kermit the Frog impression.
0: I mean, they're all <laughs> no. That that I was like my design. impression
2: of his Kermit the Frog impression.
0: <laughs> but but wait, but wait, yours yours was Jimmy Stewart, right, Ryan? Yes, it was Jimmy Stewart. Okay, yes. I thought so. <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like Rich Little's Jimmy Stewart doesn't sound like Jimmy Stewart. Oh, well. So like you're doing Rich Little, you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like a copy of a copy that doesn't sound like the thing. So so great work. You imitated Rich Little's Jimmy Stewart very well um uh, thanks rich little he's uh he's a he's not man. in this movie though he's not but what else happens in this one? Oh yeah so then the ghost of christmas present flings open the window knocks our good boys gonzo and rizzo off the windowsill and says we shall go out into the world and what i love about it is that right before he says it he like stops to breathe in the christmas air Mm, yeah. He's just so excited about Christmas out there. His favorite the only do you think Christmas is the only day he's alive? Yeah. Do you think this is well, the one all, day Yeah, life? all
1: signs in this in this segment of the movie point to yes on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: I think that's the yeah. only his only purpose for being is is for Christmas. So And this one very this very one very specific. Just like
0: Christmas. me. Yeah. I get to do a lot of Christmases, but other than that, we're the same.
2: <laughs>
1: um I, You have the same uh the same joy and excitement for Christmas.
2: Uh, yes. I want to talk uh, for a second about this Gonzo and Rizzo, because this is the only Gonzo and Rizzo I see uh, in these these two minutes. Um, so, I got to talk about that That is for true. A
1: you will be back with us uh, next week, but Gonzo and Rizzo will not be back with us.
2: When uh, Gonzo and Rizzo fall out, uh, and then they have this moment where, like, Rizzo is, is not happy about the fall, and Gonzo is very entertained by having fallen, because he's Gonzo. Of course he does. Um, it occurred to me... Um, Something that I had never really thought about before, um, but I think I only think about because I've been listening to this podcast. Is this, by my count, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is the fourth time that Rizzo has fallen from a great height, and uh, that I didn't yeah. recognize that as like a running gag in this movie. Right.
1: I don't <clears> think, <throat> I think I think I I don't think I had previously thought of it that way, but I did write in my notes uh, this kind of stuff with Gonzo and Rizzo falling is funny every time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But yeah, yeah, but like I, a lot of physical comedy. I counted like the Rizzo falls off the gate. Uh he uh when they, when they are landing in the past, they kind of fall a little bit, you know, yeah. from the cat and all that. Uh and then in the lamplighter scene when with the like the rat, not not Rizzo like the falls into the rat. rat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Frozen um, water, freezing water. Am I forgetting yeah. one? I think that's
0: I think that's it so far. Well, do we count the shelf? They like, oh, yeah. fall oh, yeah. shelf falls over and they yeah. fall. Off of it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the old yeah, Scrooge's school. Room.
2: Huh. Yeah, there's a lot of that.
0: Yeah. And it's all good. It's all good. It is. All it never well, feels it's repetitive somehow. To see Muppets
1: falling but it's,
2: it's just never like it, like right. pointed out as like uh like a rule. here we go, rule of 3. Here's the third fall or or whatever. Like here we go again. Right. It's right. Not, yeah. it's n- It's just a bunch of falls. He's not saying, yeah, right. he's not, not saying, "Oh, not this again." Right yeah. Right, right, yeah.
0: Yeah, he doesn't say uh actually that's a myth. <laughs> all right. right. You know who doesn't think it's funny though? Rizzo. Because he is absolutely fuming mad that, like, they get up, Gonzo's chuckling, Rizzo says, I suppose you enjoyed that, and it's like, yeah, dude, he's your best friend, like, you know he did, that's his main thing.
2: (laughs)
1: Well, it's usually his main thing, this is his Charles Dickens form, but yeah,
2: he can't help himself. Yeah, I was just gonna say that, like, we know that Gonzo as himself likes falling from great heights, but we have not yet confirmed if Charles Dickens also enjoys falling from great heights.
1: Well, he well, enjoyed being very, dragged through the sky behind the ghosts of Christmas past. So yeah. it's it's pretty similar, right?
0: Yeah, so I think he's. I think we can assume that he does. I mean, he <laughs> doesn't. He also doesn't catch Rizzo off of the gate, right? Yeah, but that seemed like an accident. It's, it's like that's what you do. You like jump. he
2: planned on catching him. He wasn't like I'm going to let him fall because he's going to see how much fun it is. Like he
0: he's got his arms out. <laughs> I guess so, but then but then he just does that like like very dryly cracks his neck and says. missed like it's not like he's like it's not like he's like i'm so sorry oh oh man i meant to catch he's just like he's just like you hit the ground that's what happens yeah that's that's falling
1: it's not a big deal that's right
0: or to charles dickens right
1: Right.
0: no that's right same Same guy guy. same Same guy guy. gonzo most people don't know that gonzo actually wrote martin chuzzlewit
2: (laughs) god he really hates america i didn't realize
0: (laughs) he does he hates it so much um but uh, the, anyways, these guys... Then we go back to these guys. <laughs> then we go back to the Ghost of Christmas Present. And Scrooge, they are on a dark street. And as the ghost says, I welcome you to Christmas morning. It fills up with both light and people. And I think that rules. I think that's so much it, fun.
1: It does. But here's something that I can never not think about. This guy is called the Ghost of Christmas Present. But he's, he's not actually at any point showing... <laughs> Scrooge Christmas present because real time for Scrooge right now is the middle of the night. And the stuff that the ghost is showing him is all the morning, maybe the early afternoon. So really this guy should be called the ghost of Christmas a few hours from now.
0: Yeah, but it's this Christmas though. Like, But it's stuff that it hasn't means.
1: happened yet. And in fact, like the stuff at the Cratchit's, the Cratchits house that we're going to see a little bit later, that's going to change because of because of this time travel and what Scrooge does differently.
0: Yeah, but you know why it's going to change? Because this year, to save himself from tears, Scrooge is going to give a turkey dinner to someone special.
2: <laughs> right. No, I, Ryan, I'm with you. This, this I, has bothered me always. And I, I literally, by the first note on this scene, I just wrote, it's technically the future. Um, yeah, it's a little bit in the future. Yeah, right. So the ghost of Christmas present is just
0: a big liar. So let, let me ask you guys a question: Do you think the story would be better if his name was Ghost of Christmas Tomorrow, or <laughs> alternately, if he just showed Scrooge two a.m. Uh, I think
1: <laughs> just like, an empty street.
2: I think if he if <laughs> yeah. his name wasn't the Ghost of Christmas Present, but the Ghost of like the, the Ghost of this Christmas, then you're like, great, we can travel anywhere we want during this mm-hmm. Christmas, like that. I'm not saying he should change his name because it's it's a better name, the Ghost of Christmas Present, but that at least right. or at least if he was like, well my name is the ghost of christmas present, but technically it's like this whole christmas. It would be like, got it, moving on. Right. You're, and you're again, telling me that
0: the ghost of christmas present has to push his glasses up and be like, <laughs> mm, mm, something for the nitpickers. Well, mm, cinema sins will catch me if I don't say that it's actually tomorrow. <laughs> like that's you think that you that's what um, you want. Um actually, uh, it's absurd. Actually,
2: I'm the ghost of this entire christmas, okay? <laughs> people were selling
1: pamphlets on the streets they were literature sins it was a big big deal back then
0: um <laughs> literature no I, yeah i don't maybe
1: the ghost of christmas today but no I, I i do think that really people readers of this book back then didn't think about time travel as much as we do now that like 10 percent of all <laughs> entertainment is time travel stories right every, so,
0: every movie is about there they came out with uh big budget movie where ryan reynolds goes back in time to meet his dad mark ruffalo or something oh, yeah. and yeah i
2: watched that it was nobody very bad.
0: remembered it um, like 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 a month later nobody remembered that yeah. that movie existed. also because, <laughs> it's, because called? it's
2: called the adam project which is a terrible name right right yeah right. um
0: yeah so that's my point is like you can make a hundred million dollar time travel movie and no one will notice like if they if they make a hundred million dollar time travel movie and no one notices, does it make a sound? Like, that's Whoa, what I'm saying. Wow. About. That's how oversaturated the market is, you know?
1: But no, I understand why Dickens named this character the Ghost of Christmas Present for simplicity, but it's just something I always think about.
2: Well, it's also, like, yeah. if it, so- not to say that they should change the name, I'll let that sit, but, like, he <laughs> makes it clear that, like, he is the Ghost of Christmas, what's the year, 1841, whatever it is? Three, 1843. 1843. He's the ghost of 18 of Christmas 1843. Like he's got this whole Christmas and Anthony, you know more about this than I do. But like Christmas wasn't really like just one day, right? Like, did, like didn't they have like several days where they celebrate the whole Christmas celebration?
0: That's kind of that's kind of earlier. Oh, really? That's more like that's more that's more like the like Henry the Eighth oh, okay. time Elizabeth. Okay, time. that's fair enough. Well, but it,
2: does know, that, that go that's, into that's
0: celebrating like
1: the, the twelve court.
2: days, like all the way twelve days Epiphany. of Christmas? Maybe yeah. you get twelve whole yeah. days there to is, hang around. I would to jump around in time. Yeah,
0: I would highly recommend the uh, PBS documentary "A Tudor Christmas" with Lucy Worsley, where she walks us through all twelve days of like Henry the Eighth's twelve days of Christmas celebration. Well, that's a lot of birds. It's great. There's like there's there's a men's choir who carry in uh, a pig's head on a platter and sing. Now we will present to you the boar's head with mustard. <laughs> it is good. The it's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my oh, whole life. Man,
2: you're selling wow. it. You're selling it to me. Wow, you got to watch it. It's so good. Amazing.
0: Um. Anyways, uh. But yeah, that's like 300 years before this. Huh. You know. Well, one of his
2: brothers was. So I think the, by now they the, just down. the ghost of Christmas present of that year. You know. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. He
0: got he got the twelve days. Right. He, he was there. <laughs> he got
2: all twelve days. Yes, <laughs>
0: he, he got to watch all all the revelry. Um, <laughs> but in this one, they only get this day. And uh, what do they do on this day? They sing the song "It Feels Like Christmas," and it rules. This is like Ryan. We've said this that throughout this podcast you say every song is your favorite song in the movie
1: yeah pretty much every Uh, time like oh maybe this is my favorite song from the movie yep it happened again
0: (laughs) yeah that makes sense um i was gonna say i haven't said it yet because this is definitely my favorite song in this oh okay i sing it i sing it all the time all year
2: this is not only my favorite song in the movie it's maybe my favorite favorite christmas song of all time yeah
0: sure yeah Yeah. Yeah. great choice
2: sure is I know it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even
1: more, (laughs) maybe even more than one more sleep. It just captures something about, (laughs) about how, just how nice it feels when it's Christmas time.
0: Right. You know, I agree. And like, also, I mean, we've talked about, like, we've already said this about Jerry Nelson, but like, what a gift that he's singing this like big exuberant song in this movie with this great voice. Like this isn't a, I mean, Jerry Nelson is very versatile, but this character voice isn't quite the same as any of his, his other big characters. It's like a little Pogorg, It's a little, the count, it's a little Floyd, but it's not really any of them. Yeah, no,
2: right. Um, question for you guys. I'm, I'm I'm racking my brain thinking of, Every every song from every Muppet movie, is this the only one, the only song from a Muppet movie that is sung by a one-off Muppet? Not counting, I guess, Constantine and Muppets Most Wanted, who technically could come back if they really wanted to. Um, but, like, is this the only one? Like, we have hu- human I mean, I characters guess... that sing, but, yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything. I mean, yeah, because... Because Treasure Island doesn't have anything where like Polly Lobster and and Clueless Morgan, right? There, there are really, there right are there groups, yeah but like they're members. not the only ones. My point, singing. Yeah. my
2: point, is, is like like you said, you know, it's such a gift to hear Jerry Nelson sing the song.
0: Oh no, it's not oh. though. It's not though. No, it's not though. Because Bill Beretta as the the whatever Gonzo sings celebration. Oh okay, well, well
2: yeah, right. The Uber Gonzo, yeah, uh, in Muppets from Space. But it's a, I mean yeah. it's a whole number, well, but I mean, that's it's, kind of a, a group number yeah. too, yeah. isn't it? Does he sing the whole song? Yeah, yeah he's but the lead but, he's, but
0: this is, too. But my This has all... My point all, all well, my, my okay. really is, a like... of kindness that you share with it. This her. became,
2: like, a... um uh, Like, just such a great spotlight of... N- not just, like, oh, we get this great Jerry Nelson character. But, like, it's really just Jerry singing a song. You know? Like, and you can listen to it... Right. right like, yeah. through that lens. And just be like, yeah, this is just Jerry. Like, maybe, like, a yeah. half a register lower than his normal singing voice. Right. Just
1: yeah, I was just gonna say if you compare yeah. it to his album, uh True Road Daydreams, it's yeah, it's not that different. The very sound, similar. Yeah, right. man, what a gift
0: well and 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 I, yeah. it, well, and I think that that's part of why this character is so beloved in this movie is that even if you don't know the name Jerry Nelson, this sounds like a Muppet. It sounds yeah. like like characters did on the Muppet Show who sang songs. You know, or, or we're in, a, you know, kind of sounds like big, tiny, tall saddle or whatever, right? And so you just, like, have this idea that this is one of the things Muppets sound like, which is obviously not the case with with Christmas Past. Who doesn't look or sound like a Muppet? And then here comes this guy who both looks and sounds like a Muppet. And it's just like, it's it's, it's a brand new Muppet character that's also a very faithful Take on the character from well, the band. Like and that's remarkable. Yeah.
2: Uh any other performer might have uh like tried to lean into that Muppetiness a little bit more and made him like a bit broader, or I mean for the singing voice I mean, but like like a bit broader, a bit sillier, or whatever. But instead it's really like it's a straight, joyful Christmas song. Um that like on its own, it's just like a right. genuine, like r- listenable song. That you don't have to think about, like, okay, remember that it's from a Muppet movie, so you can kind of get over the hump of, like, yeah, it's a little silly, or it's a little bit more for kids, or whatever it is. Like, it's just, it's just good. Right. Yeah. Well,
0: and and I do, but I do think, though, too, that, I mean, you're right. Like, if if this was Frank Oz singing it, who's obviously a brilliant performer, it would be much more of a character voice. impossible to imagine Frank Oz singing, like... In his own natural voice, ever. And,
1: it, <laughs> yeah. and and for it to come across with the same kind of earnestness,
0: sincerity. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of right. an
1: interesting uh, counterpart or companion to "When Love Is Gone" because that one kind of encapsulates the the darkness of the movie, which is something we think about a lot. And this one encapsulates the the happiness of the movie. And it's kind of the, the the other turning point of Scrooge's journey.
0: Right. But he, as we talked about, he doesn't sing the song alone. The streets are filled with characters. We see like a whatnot lady and a penguin in well, a fancy hat. Yeah, and who are the first voices? Around?
1: The first voice we hear singing the song is not the ghost. The first voices we hear are Bobby Benson's baby band.
0: Yeah!
2: I
1: love it. I don't think we've talked about and, them on this podcast before, have we?
0: Oh, well, they were, yeah, we have, because they're, they're at the well, wedding. Well, the
1: babies
2: are. Bobby Benson's
0: there. They're at the oh. Piggy's wedding.
1: Well, Bobby Benson is. Bobby
0: Benson in the is there. He's just not sitting by oh, the room. Really? They're not all together,
1: yeah. and they're not, yeah. Right,
0: yeah. But
1: yeah, this it's this uh, this um, choir of babies who was seen as a band on The Muppet Show a few times. And this is something and, that, like,
2: and, so there's a few lines. I mean, you you already had my wife, Sarah, on this podcast, so you've already talked about a lot of this stuff, but, like, you know, Sarah and I. Um, have watched this movie together many times. And this is one of those things that we repeat a lot <laughs> even when we're not watching the movie, which is um, <laughs> the first line, the first notes, which is the baby's going... Yep. It's great. It's great. They're just screaming <laughs> yeah, it. it. It's a great. It. it's a
1: great start. I they're, love it. They're very funny. Uh, one of them is holding some kind of like shaker or some kind of noise making instrument and hits the other one next to it in the face and that one falls down so it's just a, a great way to kick off the song and also bobby benson has his trademark cigarette uh stuck in his wait mouth. wait
0: wait 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 i'm concerned i'm a parent <laughs> of two children i have two small children ages four and eight and i'm concerned that if my kids watch Muppet Christmas Carol and see Bobby Benson, a scummy man who no one cares about, smoking a cigarette <laughs> on screen, they will decide that it is a good idea to smoke a cigarette for fun. Right. What can be done about you, you can, this? What can we do you can Contact so my children don't want
2: to? contact one million moms and get all one million of them to write a letter <laughs> to Disney Plus and have them digitally remove... A cigarette for a character that we see from behind. Yeah, for about four seconds. <laughs> right,
0: it's wild. A character. So we should. We sh- a character that we should be clear. We sh- we should state f- for the record that 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 is what happened.
2: That
1: did yeah, have- on Disney well, Plus, did somebody? The cigarette I don't know somebody is, 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 has been, been digitally. Moms.
0: No, I don't know about that. I just mean like the cigarette. Right, is gone somebody made Disney the Plus. decision
1: to digitally erase the cigarette from the Disney Plus the version. Most,
0: the most beloved character in this movie, <laughs> Bobby Benson. Right,
1: that's the thing. Like, is now seen without his signature. Kids are gonna think, "Oh, that's tobacco that's cigarette." A character that I love. I want to model his behavior. <laughs> I. That's that's character is obviously very important I and mean, sympathetic and presented as here's a role model. I want to do that.
2: We we can definitely do do our very best to make sure that kids are not witnessing an unlit cigarette. But I'm very grateful that we got to keep in the fact that there's this guy who definitely kidnapped these kids, right? Like he definitely <laughs> like like these kids are not oh, they're, yeah. like they're like he's not their dad, you know? Yeah. But probably not.
0: Reminder that in the uh, Victor Borga episode of the Muppet Show, he has to find a series of babysitters for them because he has been arrested. <laughs> oh,
1: <yeah>. Actual
0: <laughs> premise of an episode of the Muppet Show.
2: Yeah, man, man, yeah, Muppets great are great, stuff. you guys.
1: <laughs> Love those things. Yeah, but well, it's so, so true. And just to to like conclude this uh, conversation, maybe I. I think they, I mean, what kind of, there must be some kind of little warning when you start playing this movie on Disney plus, I don't know, like scary images or whatever, but you know, all they have to do oh, the
0: little corner one. Yeah. yeah.
1: All they had to do is just like stick a, you know, it contains tobacco use warning and that would right. show is, up for a second and go away and they didn't have to so, cut anything so, out of the movie.
0: There's a, there's a movie on Disney plus called the Muppet movie. Yes. And in this film, Kermit and Piggy drink wine with a straw, right? And like, that's a thing that children would be more likely to actually do. I that's think. Probably true. <laughs> did they? You know what I
1: mean? Did like, they? They haven't dil- digitally erased no, cigarettes. No, of no but they not. haven't erased cigarettes out of the Muppet
0: movie, right? What. Are there cigarettes in the Muppet? Well, movie? yeah, because we did I find the El Salizo there. Yeah, when we are.
1: did that season of the podcast, I found a news article from the the eighties or nineties, maybe, where there was somebody found a list of like movies where the productions had received money from the tobacco industry in exchange for showing their products on screen. Basically, and the Muppet movie was I mean, one of, of them. Was the so, yeah, movie.
2: Yeah, 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 there yeah, is yeah. tobacco. I think I think Doc Hopper has movie. has like a cigarette in a cigarette holder at some point. Maybe, yeah. I'm maybe making that up. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I don't know. So, well, here's here's a good trivia question to give to your friends uh, next time Uh, you're coming up with with good trivia questions. Um, What does uh, Bobby Benson's (laughs) cigarette and Daryl Hannah's butt have in common?
0: (laughs) They were both banned from Disney Plus (laughs) digitally. Didn't I just see a headline
2: though that they they
1: restored (laughs) Daryl Hannah's? It's back, baby. Well, it's
0: back. They got Deadpool. They got Deadpool on Disney Plus, and if you can show the movie Deadpool, um, then you can show Daryl Hannah's butt. Correct. Yeah, that's my opinion.
1: Uh, it's so arbitrary what they decide. Like, and because then you know the entire Get Back series is on Disney Plus, and the Beatles are that smoking has. constantly in that, and you know spouting off every obscenity known to man. So
0: right, but I do. I really enjoy that George Harrison calls Brian Epstein Mister Epstein even though he'd been dead for several years at that hmm. point. Sure. Seems. He's like he's like, he's like like nothing's been the same since Mr. Epstein died or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, know, I like that. Yeah. I like that in there. Respectful. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. All right. Well, this movie, Muppet Christmas Carol, also features, uh, as we talked about, some other characters besides the ghost of Christmas present get to sing. We see some whatnots. Start singing, a cup of kindness that we share with another. A sweet reunion with a friend or a brother. And when we get the sweet reunion, it's a whatnot lady giving a wreath to who? Who gets a wreath in this movie, guys? It's Mr. Curly Twirly! Is it, it? Yeah, that's who it is. Mr. Curly Twirly! Yeah! Mr. Curly yeah, Jared's favorite. Twirly. That's, a, that's Jared's favorite. He's Twirly. not here, but it's like he's here in spirit. Yeah, it really he's feels got, like he is, it's yeah. It's like Jared's here with us he's now. has got that jaunty
2: top hat. Because I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so grateful <laughs> that Jared has this love of Mr. Curly Twirly because he's one of those characters that, like, not in a million years would I have known his name. Not in a million. You could have told yeah, me I'd have been like, oh, yeah, I'll you remember might, that. You and might, I never would have. But because you, Jared has this fascination with this nothing of a character <laughs> with such a stupid name, it is imprinted. It lives rent free <laughs> right here on my brain.
0: Right, right, right. And then, well, and then what I also love about this is. There's like after he gets the wreath from some lady, he dances around with the beggar, right. that guy with like a long nose and yeah, a it kind of looks little, like a uh, witch, a little bit like a cartoon witch. Yeah, yeah, it kind of looks like a witch with a goatee. And there's like a great two shot of the two of them, the two the two real stars of this movie, yeah. if you will, the beggar and Mister Curly, They're best Yeah, they're for Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we end. On, I was so disappointed, you guys, because we end with the ghost, and he gets that like soaring, joyful. It is. The season of the heart, a special time of caring, the ways of love made clear. And that'd be perfect. That'd be the perfect spot to end, but it doesn't end because then he says, And it is, <laughs> and we don't know what
2: it is. What is it? I have a few ideas. It's, never know. it, it's, it uh, is, it is, what is he it? was going to sing, It is also Hanukkah. Everybody, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> happy Hanukkah, Mr. Hooper. Uh, <laughs>
0: Happy Hanukkah, Mr.
2: Hooper. I I did have something to say about, about the moment right before this, when when the ghost sings, "It is the season of the heart." He has this like very brief moment where he taps Scrooge on the chest, like kind of like rubs his chest a little bit, like showing him where the heart is. And I thought that's like it's just like a really tender uh, little little bit of that's right, that's little bit right. of business from who's who's in the costume. I'm sure you talked about this last week. Uh, Don Austin. Don Austin. Good Don job, Don Austin. 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 His name, yeah. You nailed it. Um, yeah. Also, <clears throat> I was curious yeah. about um, some of the characters that were, like, popping in in the backgrounds. Because, like, you can see Muppets popping in, in the window. And I didn't see anything that was, like, that exciting. But because I was kind of going through it frame by frame for that, I noticed that in that moment, two penguins skate by, like, through the frame. And uh, they're not walking. Like, because there's other characters that are walking. Like, they, they literally skate by. So, that raises the question... Uh, is this part of the annual skating party that we they would have done probably the night before? Yeah. Uh, they had so much fun. They came back and, and did more skating. Or maybe the skating party is two like forty eight hours skating. long. I don't know. I don't know the rules. Oh,
1: it could be. Yeah, yeah.
2: Maybe. <laughs> yeah.
1: Never. You never um, know. It's a festival. So
2: it's like. So it's like two two penguins skate by, and then it's uh, two rabbits, presumably two of the rabbits from like Bunny Picnic or something. Um, and then there's this like kid, this human yeah. kid who walks by, and I don't know if you guys are looking at the video right now. I, I would love your input. I'm like, he's carrying something. And I don't know what this is. It looks like – at first let I me, thought it was like a let, cello. Let me pull it up. Because it's big. And then it's like – but it's thinner than a cello and maybe me, wrapped
0: in something. This is right at the end? It, it's – it's This is right at the it's end It's just where? before he says, and it is. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. ah, Ooh. What is that yeah, thing? It does it's, look it's, like some sort of instrument. What is that thing? It's That's what I thought. Big. I thought it was an it's, instrument. Yeah. But,
2: but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it just – maybe – I thought because it looks like he's carrying it like you would carry a cello or a bass
0: Right. right. It definitely that. looks like some sort of string, string instrument with a long neck. Yeah.
2: Rack. I mean, it could be like, but I don't I know, like something like a, the equivalent of a Christmas tree that's wrapped so you can get it home, but it doesn't look like
1: Christmas right. tree. Right. It does look like it's wrapped. What and is that like thing? Maybe.
0: Well. And it is. But the bottom uh, of it doesn't looked. look
1: like the body of a cello. No.
0: No.
2: Like, because here's the thing if this no, was doesn't. like, I don't know, a scorsese film they're filming on the streets of new york city and someone's carrying a weird thing i'd be like well that's weird i wonder what that could have been but like this is a closed set someone like a prop master gave something to this child right. and said carry this as you pass through the scene this was a deliberate move and i have no clue what that thing is supposed right, to be
0: right no you're right i don't either
2: yeah i'm trying
0: all right well to picture what well, that would look if like you can tell,
1: unwrapped but please, I, yeah
0: i don't yeah. know Listeners if you know what that is please let us know maybe it's something british we have we've had some we i mean we'll talk about this we just talked about some of this stuff last week but uh, we have some very helpful british listeners who have helped helped us understand some of the final Oh yeah great this movie. Yeah.
2: yeah maybe it's maybe it's some sort of pudding so, pudding could be maybe. anything in britain i don't i don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah some cello pu- oh cello pudding
2: oh.
0: <laughs> not yeah, to be confused with cello pudding <laughs> It's cello pudding.
2: Uh, wow. Oh, it's right there. And it
0: is cello pudding. It's just, pudding. The, it's just the, it? the, 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 the Charles Foster Kane slow clap. <laughs> <gift right now. laughs> uh, let's see. And it is. No, actually, what I think he says is, and it is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside yeah. down, and upside like down. To... There it is. <laughs> you guys remember that? Fresh Prince.
2: That's loved his antics,
0: yeah. Jeffrey was British too, just like Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh wow! So it, so it actually does. Uncle fit Phil was rich, just like sense. Ebenezer Scrooge. Did
2: they,
1: yeah, I was, did they ever do a That's Christmas right. Carol episode of that show? It seems like the kind of sitcom that would do that.
0: Yeah, that I don't think that they did. Huh. They have uh, they did a few Chris. They did a lot of Christmas episodes. Mm. One is like Will doesn't know what to get carlton it's like he feels like he can't get him a good present because he's not rich um and but the best one is when baby nicky had his baptism and boys to men sing silent night at baby nicky that's baptism.
1: right yeah oh wow
0: that episode also carlton drives into the living room in a tiny car <laughs> oh so uh season four fresh prince christmas ep, that's the best one in wow. my opinion
2: muppets haunted mansion star alfonso Ribeiro. that's right yeah. he played
0: a bust or a ghost a ghost i think it was I a ghost remember. yeah a ghost. Yeah. Um, so that brings us down to the end of this clip. Do either of you have anything else before we close? Joe, I'll start. With
2: uh, you. I don't think anything important. I had a few notes that don't really matter about the babies. I think we talked about them a little bit too much so we could just move on. Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, just generally this song and we're going to talk about the song a little bit more next week. But like this song's so good. I friggin love this song.
0: <laughs> that's all I want to talk about that for another
2: hour so let's let's do that next week
1: <laughs> all right well my ryan anything uh, i uh, will also talk more about my thing next week but just again to appreciate the sets here it just this number we really see we really get a good look at this uh, these london streets and you know i, I it makes me want to hang out here like we see some humans that are just kind of standing around or walking around and even some Muppets that are just hanging around. I just want to be in this this scene, in this movie, just watching everything happen. So I'm thinking there are these Wizarding World of Harry Potter lands at the Universal Studios parks. J.K. Rowling, the creator of uh, uh, Harry Potter, kind of a horrible person. Nobody likes her. Anymore. Um, I know this would be impossible because they're never going to build a Muppet related thing at a universal park, but they should replace the wizarding world of Harry Potter with the, the caroling world of Muppet Christmas. You know, it could, it would still look similar <laughs> to the, the Diagon Alley stuff at those theme parks. They would just, you know, add Muppets sticking their heads out of windows
2: and. Stuff like that. So that's what I want to see. I want to live in this movie. If they can't uh, get the rights to the Muppets for that, they should just make it like Dickens land, right?
0: Yeah. 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 Public domain. Public domain. Victorian England. Kids land. love it.
1: Yeah. And then just make a just some it. kind of massive budget, like make a Fast and Furious movie where they time travel back to to Dickens times.
2: Who wouldn't watch
0: that? Yeah. Well, I mean, Ebenezer's, Ebenezer Scrooge is already in. One of Universal's most beloved films, Jaws (laughs) the (laughs) Revenge.
1: Right. Yes.
0: There you go. There's the connection.
1: Yeah, it's all there.
0: Yeah. So, um, I think that's just about the end. Hold on. But before we go, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: What? What? Guys.
0: So, here's the
2: thing. Here's the thing. You're doing a whole podcast, the whole year celebrating Christmas uh, with this Muppet Christmas Carol thing. So, I decided I wanted to do a little something special for the two of you because even though today that we're f- recording this is not Christmas, it feels like Christmas. Um, so, I got you both a little something. We're getting there. I got like you both a little something. Uh, you should have, in your respective homes, you should have a, a small box or a, a bag that has a small box in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would
0: like to I have those out. something
1: mm-hmm. wrapped in bubble wrap,
0: great. I have something in a, a red. Christmas bag well, here. I don't know if that was what Roz is doing. Or that the
2: thing. I would love for you to both take out your gifts. You could you can remove them. Okay. Uh, you're gonna have to try to time how you with opening them because you got the same thing. So, oh yes, yeah, so you're both wrapped in bubble wrap. Oh yeah, that looks we got
0: same the same thing.
2: And right, uh, you look obviously plan this in
1: advance because I have been told by. My wife and uh, previous podcast guest Stacy, that this has been in our house for months now. Yes,
2: once when you guys decided to start this podcast, I was like, "I have a great idea," and I sent these to your respective wives, <laughs> and I said, "Please keep these secret." So they've had them for month- months, um, and they've done a great job. That's Thank awesome. you to uh, Stacy and to Roz for uh, for helping with this this little little gifty thing. Yeah.
1: Okay, so mine is unwrapped. Is it, okay. there? It, it's out okay. of the mine bubble wrap. Is- are you, oh, you Did you unwrap
0: your already? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. sorry. Open Ryan. Oh, yes. Okay. Do it. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> well.
0: <laughs> What'd you get? I can't believe it. All right, so I think we... Uh, wait, Ryan, I think we got to count it down. All right. Three, two, one. And, and we, we just got, got, got a free watch. Got a free watch. <laughs> there it is.
1: Close enough.
0: <laughs> so these are, uh, for the listeners... These are the actual free watches that came with the Muppet movie. I got the Muppet movie. Did you get caper, I got the
1: great Muppet caper, yeah.
0: (laughs) And it's the free watches that came with the VHS... Clamshell cases in the 90s from the famous commercial, the famous commercial with Fozzie Bear, everyone famous. knows and talks about all the time. New from Jim Henson Video. Two classic Muppet movies, each with a special offer. It's time to meet the Muppet. That's yes, It's time to join the crew. That's yes, it. Yes. It's time for Muppet Magic and a special gift for you. Got the Muppet movie, the Great Muppet Tape with you, and you can get a rewatch. Did you say get, yes, say get a free watch? When you see the sign, it's Muppet time, especially
2: for you. For a limited time, you can get a free watch with each Muppet movie on video from Jim Henson Video, rated G.
0: And uh, that we have mentioned on the podcast too many times. Well, you know,
1: I don't think and- we've mentioned it this season, and I'm so
2: happy that we had a reason to now.
0: Yeah, that's
2: <laughs> Yes. Well, I'm very I'm very grateful that you guys didn't already have them. No,
1: I've never I've never seen one. <laughs> I don't know what happened um, to mine from from thirty
2: years ago. So yeah.
0: So on the back on the back, do you want to read the back, Ryan? Uh, this by the way, like
2: these are still like in the box. These are yeah, like, we like, should, should say, say that.
1: These are in the, the box. box. It says they're it's in a, the box. It's not a, just a free watch. Mine is a yellow uh, box, Anthony's is purple, it looks like it says free watch. The watch is in there on the. Oh, it says not for resale. So these are yeah, resale. these are absolutely the ones That's right. that came. Joe acquired these illegally, They're right? They they came packaged <laughs> with those VHS tapes. On the back, uh, it says "Free Muppet Watch, nine ninety nine value."
0: Nine ninety nine value,
1: exclusive. It seems like design. way too much.
0: Exclusive design yeah. and. On the Muppet Movie Watch, you can see these on Muppet Wiki, I'm sure, but I've never seen them. Uh, you got here's what you got. You got Kermit in the middle, wearing a director's hat and holding a, a megaphone, like and like during the magic store. And Fozzie is holding a clap um uh, clapboard, is that what they're called?
1: Um, and- sure. yeah, We're yeah, enough. clapper.
0: And he has sunglasses on, and then the Hollywood sign is there, and then Piggy is just has her hand up to her forehead, and then Kermit again. Same picture in a slightly different pose. Gonzo holding balloons. Rolf with like some red dots in front of his face hmm. for some reason. Oh, those are probably the notches for the, the size. And is then he, is he being hunted oh, by yeah, the predator? Is that what that is? <laughs> yes, Rolf. Man, I would watch I it. it. I would watch right. it. Yeah. Um, what does yours have on the on the bed? Yeah, well right? uh
1: it has so the the middle where the face is is uh Kermit in his trench coat holding a magnifying glass and then on the band is <laughs> Scooter holding a diamond. It doesn't really look like the baseball diamond but I guess that's what it's supposed to be. Then there is the uh, uh, the tower where Big Ben is and then Kermit again uh, Miss Piggy uh, peeking out from behind a curtain. Gonzo taking a picture with uh, the, the flash bulb on his camera and Fozzie looking kind of Distraught, uh, holding a pencil up to his mouth, and he's holding a notepad that says "notes" on it. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> my favorite thing about this is that Kermit is holding a magnifying glass. You said, "Yeah, that's not something yeah, his, Kermit does." His signature in the movie, the magnifying the glass, of the course.
2: <laughs> no, like, but I guess like it's kind of like, like someone described. The he's like on the case to yeah. the, the artist. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's sort of representative of the movie though. they are solving a mystery. Yeah. So.
0: That's true, and man, I can't believe this. We did, J- Joe. I, I thank I you. I can't
1: believe that you found them new in the box. That in the box, I can not believe a it either. Free watch. I Really yeah. hope and that this will still work. A
0: free watch. Because I really yeah, want you know, to, to put, new, new. I really want to take it me. out,
1: yeah, and try putting a new battery in
0: it. I'm gonna put it on my shelf, on my at school, right next to my Ookla, the mock tape. Oh, and great! On on one side of my Ookla, the mock tape. And on the other side, my Raiders of the Lost Ark laser disc.
1: <laughs> so you're gonna leave it in the box?
0: Leave it in the box. Yeah, yep. I don't
1: know.
2: I got to think about it. <laughs> Look, you guys do whatever you want with it. I, uh, like I said, I just want to do something nice for for Christmas, and because like you know, you guys put so much work into this podcast, you deserve a little something back. So now Thank you got you. some free watches. So when the joke has come full a circle,
0: free watch.
2: Yes, he said, get a free watch. Yes, I gave you a free
0: watch. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I love to get a free watch.
1: Joe went on eBay. Except he bought it, it on a eBay watch. and it wasn't when free. You
0: see the sign. <laughs> <laughs> when you see the sign, it's Muppet time, especially for me and Ryan. Thanks, Joe. Yay. Wow. That's Christmas the last, that's Thank you, the last Joe. line of the commercial. When you Thank see you, the Santa sign, Joe. It's Muppet time, especially for you. Uh, yeah, that's the greatest. That's the greatest, man. That rules.
1: Joe, that's, the ghost of this Christmas present.
0: This was the Christmas present. But, but uh, uh, excuse me, guys. It's November 30th, so it's not even Christmas. So maybe <laughs> the ghost doesn't isn't even here yet because he only comes here in the future. Uh, give me the watch whatever. back. <laughs> uh no this this rules this is so good i didn't yeah. give you anything you I of didn't course you, you did you Christmas gave me Joe. this whole podcast <laughs> that's true all right well <laughs> in that case we should probably end this one uh but we'll be back next time with another one uh in the meantime listeners you can always find toughpigs.com on the website toughpigs.com you can follow no. us on facebook Twitter, Twitter does not seem to be going away. as Twitter of for now, so so still there uh, for today, uh, November thirtieth,
1: twenty twenty two. We're also on Hive now. Social now. We
0: are on we are on the hiviest of Hive Social. You can actually follow me on Hive Social uh, because I locked down at Zeppo Marxist. I haven't done a thing with it, but. Oh. Uh, I felt kind of bad when someone else snatched it up on Twitter. So if you happen to be a hive person, eventually I'll be posting some nonsense about old movies, I'm sure. Okay. But in the meantime, you can follow Ryan on Twitter at me, Ryan Rowe. You can follow Ryan on Letterboxd at Movies Are Neat. And you can follow me on Letterboxd also at Zeppo Marxist, where I post nonsense about old movies. Joe, where can the fans find Joe Hennis on the line?
2: Uh, you can find me on eBay bidding on old Muppet watches. <laughs> uh, you, you can actually find me uh, on uh, on all the Tough Pigs socials, as you mentioned. I won't mention mention them again. Uh, I'm Joe Hennis on Twitter for now. Uh, I'm Tough Pigs Joe on Instagram, and uh, you know I'm just like hanging out at the pizza shop.
0: So come say hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're just hanging out at the pizza shop. At all, all of them. right? Yes. I have a slice. Any sl- any throw it? Hey, Mikey, throw me a ninja slice. <laughs> from,
2: Do you like Turtles penicillin 2.
0: on your pizza?
1: <laughs> That's a reference to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies from the early 90s.
0: It's it's true. It's all true. Um, and you can, listeners, you can give us a positive review on your podcatcher of choice. You can tell us how much you also love Turtles 2. And you can tell your friends that they should also watch Turtles 2 get a free watch, and listen to Moving Right Along. We'll be back next week with another episode. Goodbye. Bye.
2: And you can get a free watch.